Hey, what's up, world? It's your boy, Benny Pitts, a.k.a. Lil Daddy, a.k.a. Lil Nasty, a.k.a. Father to your unborn child. <laughs> Yo, if you ask me right now what day of quarantine we are, I have no fucking clue. But we safe, we sound, we with our family, with your girl or significant other or your skeezer or your baby mama and you can't stand her kids. It's just, you know. We safe, man. That's all that matter. Uh, I want to say this, man. Thank you for everybody for all the dope feedback on my new platform, my new podcast being Benny. I'm four episodes in. Appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for the love, man. Um, man, this is episode five. So episode five, uh, I will give just a quick tip or advice to anybody in entertainment or entrepreneur or comedian, you know what I'm saying, of some sort or no matter what you do, um, Believe in your brand, be your brand, become your brand. You are your brand. And I'm going to name this episode, episode five of being Benny, of Benny and Friends. And I will just show you how I started this brand called Benny and Friends, which, uh, uh, man, a lot of, I do a lot of things, but I have a couple of brands that I do. I have my own t-shirt line called I'm Fun Size. You know, it's a lot of big people, small people, fat people, skinny people, no matter what you are, you can have fun for it. And there's somebody for everybody. So my t-shirt line, I'm Fun Size. Shout out to my girl, Lunel, superstar comedian Lunel, OG in the game for the shout out. Really appreciate you, boo. I love you. Thank you so much. Um, shout out to my man, uh, Billy Bob, for making that happen and putting that together. Very, very appreciated. I started my brand, I'm Fun Size, uh, 2016, 2017, but I just relaunched it. I'm excited about the relaunch. I know we got all this corona shit going on, but, oh, we have t-shirts. We got hoodies. We got so much dope shit that we about to get together and get out to the people. And everybody going to be wearing this, man. I, I say this. If you're not having fun with it, don't do it at all. That's just me. You should be excited for life. You should be excited to wake up. I know I love what I do. I, I'm a comedian. I love radio. I love everything I do. I wouldn't do it if I don't love it. And that just came from experience of, you know, doing what I love. So shout out to that. I named this Benny and Friends. I'm going to tell you a little something about my brand, Benny and Friends. This is a stage that I created. And I the only way I could show you and tell you how I created this brand, I have to take you back to uh, ATL Comedy Theater. Man, anybody that, that came up with me in the comedy game know how significant, how important ATL Comedy Theater was. Uh, it used to be Club Legends back in the day, and there was a guy named Gary Abdul and his business partner bought it uh, on Jimmy Carter, Gwinnett County, called ATL Comedy Theater. And ATL Comedy Theater went from being the biggest and hottest comedy club in Atlanta. So Uptown Comedy Corner, which is like a very monumental to the community and very huge and been around for, I want to say 20 something years, DJ and, and it's been around for a long time. It really didn't have no competition. So when you came to Atlanta, the only comedy club people used to go to was Uptown Comedy Corner. So what Gary did, when Gary actually was the first owner of Atlanta Comedy, uh, um, no, no, I was the first owner of Uptown. I now two and two is coming together. So Gary owned Uptown back in the day, the old Uptown. Then Uptown, I guess, got a new owner, just how most clubs do. So Gary came with a business partner. He he created this club called Atlanta Comedy Theater. I remember the first the day the club first opened. This will be to become the hottest comedy club in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm talking about, so if we're young comics, it's um, it's like a rival going on. It's Uptown Comedy Club comedians versus uh, <laughs> ATL Comedy Club comedians. So Uptown had people like uh, 
They're all, all very talented. Um, B. Tuck, Spencer Mill, Marco Lavelle, Nav Green, those guys. And then over here was kind of like me, uh, me uh, TJ, t- uh, comedian TJ, uh, uh, Sanchez Blackman, Marlon Ballard, uh, Alicia Coley, uh, Kiana Dancy was the ho- house MC. Uh, Alton Walker later on became like really hot in that club too. So, um, yeah, man, it was it was definitely a great opportunity for young comics. So let me tell you how. So all the superstars would come every weekend. There was never a dull weekend over there. I'm talking about from TK Kirkland to Bill Bellamy, Michael Blackson, Cedric Entertainer, Mike Epps, uh, Alex Thomas, Joe Cleasy. What's up, Joe Claire? Joe Claire, one of my OGs, Rodney Perry, Steve Brown. Um, I've gotten to build a relationship with all these guys because of Atlanta Comic Theater. So most comedy clubs didn't give young comics stage time. We used to perform on the Wednesday. I'll break down the whole Wednesday thing and the Wednesday is going to open up how I started my Benny and Friends. So most comedy clubs don't do guest spots. Most comedy clubs has host, feature, um, headliner. So with Atlanta Comedy Theater is so Wednesday was open mic night. Thursday was kind of like the soft opener for the weekend. So headliners used to headline from Thursday through Sunday. So Thursday was like, you know, light, 30 people, 50 at most. Um, Fridays was banging. Kiana Dancy was the the, uh, house MC. So it was two shows on um, Friday, two shows on Saturday, one show on Sunday, one show on Thursday. So Thursday is light. Fridays are banging, super banging. Saturday, V103 would do a live broadcast with my girl, um, my girl, Wanda Smith. Wanda Smith, I love you to death. Uh, she was like the, she used to do the live broadcast on live remote from V103. So they have all V103 everywhere. And she was that lady. She was that girl on Saturday night. Everybody came out. Every, more people, just as much people came out. I won't say more. Just as much people came out on a Saturday night to see the headlines they did to see Wanda Smith because Wanda Smith was a local superhero. So with that being said, could you imagine how packed Saturday was? Matter of fact, Saturday did three shows. So it was one show on Thursday, two shows on Friday. I'm sorry. Three shows on Saturday. It was a 7.30, a 9.30, and a 11.30. I had a late night show. So it's three shows Saturday and one show on Sunday. So you have Thursday night, they used to swap out the MCs because Thursday was kind of one of them nights. It was kind of hit and miss, kind of like a soft night. If you can see Don DC Curry on a Saturday on the pack house and it's on a weekend, you don't have to work tomorrow, you will go see him on a Saturday. You know, Wanda Smith going to be there. So people wouldn't really go that on a Thursday. So Thursday was the night they'll swap out so many MCs. Then you have Friday with Keanu Dancy, Saturday with um, uh, Wanda Smith, and then again, um, Sunday with Keanu Yancey. She was the uh, house MC. So Wednesday, all the young comics would uh, kind of audition and open mics for comedians was just a place where you work on your material. So you just work on your material. Uh, so hopefully maybe Gary walked by or a manager walked by or maybe a waitress walked by and be like, oh, you know, such and such is funny. You know that we would just we just wanted to be seen. So we used to go there. I'll never forget. Um. Uh, day, uh, what is his name? It was a guy that hosted the, um, the open mic on Wednesday. He wasn't really a comedian, 
but he was uh Dan Dan Glazer. <laughs> Dan Glazer, I love you, Dan. Um Dan wasn't really a comedian, but he just he he built a platform for comedians. So he hosted the open mic and he'll say a joke or two from his notebook, like something really, really corny. And then he'll just call up comedian at the comedian at the comedian at the comedian. So we just sit there. So my thing, and this is just the way I think. I'm like, okay, um, nobody give a flying fuck about Wednesday. Uh if you can see Bill Bellamy Thursday through Sunday, or Tony Rock or a guy Tory from Thursday to Sunday, nobody give a fuck about the up and coming comedians. I gave a fuck about up and coming comedians. I said, okay, how do I become a Bill Bellamy? How do I become Kev? How do I become like Cat? I see on their way, I read their books and on the come up, they had like a following. How did they get it together? So at this time, I'm working on a radio, I'm hosting right now the biggest showcase in, in, in um, Atlanta, Georgia at the time called Maximum Exposure. I will explain about that later, later on. The biggest showcase at the time. I'm, I'm doing, working on the radio. I'm hosting around the city. So I'm like, yo, I, I know a couple of people. Maybe if I go to Gary and ask him, can I have Wednesdays? He'll give it to me. I can, man, I can make this look like the weekend. Really, really, a really big dream for, at the time, somebody that's trying to still open my comment. So because, you know, I'm hosting everything, but I, I need to build my chops on stage. I need to work out this 10, 15 minutes that I got. Um, man, so I'm trying to get my chops. So I go to Gary. I'm bugging Gary. I don't know if Gary, I don't know if Gary gave me an opportunity because he's seen something uh, in me or he gave me an opportunity because I bugged the fuck out of him for months at a time. But nevertheless, he gave me the opportunity. So one day, boom, I think something happened. Dan went on a vacation with his wife and there's nobody to host Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we used to come and perform in front of 10 people, eight people. It was nights we performed in front of two people. I never forget. I'm just like, yo, I got to get this shit cracking, dog. And so I went to Gary. He's like, yo, Gary, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm kind of tap dancing, trying to show him like I'm doing so much shit in the city. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Finally gives me a shot. He said, I want a minimum of 15, 20 people. You said you know all these people. Benny, and I don't think Gary knew what I was capable of doing. I don't think at the time I knew what I was capable of doing. So at this time, I was doing club promotions with my man Fetty G and TJ making moves. So we're doing the club promotions and I'm hosting them. So we knew every we knew all the promoters in the city. I knew all the rappers in the city. I knew all the singers in the city. Everybody was somebody I kind of knew every city because not only I'm doing comedy, I'm doing club promoting, and I'm hosting all the events they happen. So really, my network was a lot bigger than what I thought it was. I really didn't know how much locally I was known because you don't know when you're in it. So boom, first time, I never forget. I get with my man, Fetty G, and Fetty C said, he said, mark my words, Benny, this will become the hottest night of comedy and that it was Benny and Friends is now being created. It's now born. It's birthed. So what I did is something different. I said, I don't want a regular open mic. I always wanted to be different. And this is my word and my advice and my tip might work for you, might not work for you. Be different. Be yourself. Be go against the grain. It'll come with a lot of resistance, but it'll pay off in the end. So me and Fetty G, we got together, we crunched it down. So they paid me to be the MC. All the comedians just how the fuck did Benny get the position? Blah blah blah. So what I did, I never used the money like to spend or do whatever or whatever. I used the money and I would pay a local comedian to come headline for me 
that was hot in the city. And I would pay an artist. I would go to an artist because I was hosting everything in the city and be like, yo, if you can bring me 10 people, I will pay you to perform on my platform. And they'll be like, what? Word? Yeah. Fuck going on, bitch. Yeah. That way, bro, bring, bro, shit, bro, bring the whole east side of Atlanta, fuck, nigga. That's how they talk. So anyway, I'm like, bet. So with that being said, I think the genius thing and what I did was I didn't have a regular open mic. Take you a little back when I said the way I was raised, we used to do Showtime at the Apollo at my house. So it was variety acts and I would be the host. So I said, what if I can bring that into life? What well, I could turn that into life where... I have a variety show. I got rappers. I got singers. I got poets. Yes, it's an open mic. No, it's not an open mic. It's Benny and Friends. It's a talent show. And that it was. Yo, I'm telling you, from the first show. So uh, any any um, entrepreneurs, comedians, entertainers, the first thing I did right, first thing I did right was I invested in myself. I didn't take the money. and I didn't take a bitch out to eat. I didn't... Uh, Go buy clothes or shoes, and I needed all of things at the time. I took it and reinvested it into me. I, I in the long run, and not only I was reinvesting, I was like, "Yo, I'm paying a comedian, I'm paying an artist," and it made me build relationships with so many people. So I reinvested myself. I didn't see the return at first. I didn't. I didn't see return at first at all. I got really discouraged because three, four. I'm thinking it's supposed to pop off. Right when it, you know, right when it opens, I'm like three, four weeks, five weeks in, I didn't even see the return until maybe two or three months. So our first show, we start seeing 10 people and then 12 people and it's dragging. I'm just like, damn, I'm saying to myself, man, I might as well just keep this money in my pocket because I'm paying people and shit, I'm not really seeing a return, but I stuck with it because I knew Benny and Friends was bigger than what I thought in my mind. And slowly but surely it got one by one. So 15 people turn into 20 people, and then 20 people turn into 25 people, and then 30 people turn into 30, then boom. Three, four months in, I done built relationships with a bunch of comedians. I'm putting money in their pocket. I done built relationships with a bunch of artists. and putting money in their pocket, and I'm giving them artists a platform to perform. In Atlanta, artists used to pay to perform. So if you was a singer, or if you was a rapper, or if you was a poet, and you needed stage time, you would have to pay to perform in these venues. I said, no. I will pay you to perform. Just bring your entourage. Just bring your fan base. Bring and that and slowly but surely start coming in. So Kiana, if she's hosting all weekend, you're hosting. You're still doing some of your set, but you're not doing your set. I said, Kiana, I have this, that, and the third couple of dollars. Can you headline for me on Wednesday? She's like, yeah, a comedian that's hungry that need to work on their craft is going to do that. Comedians love the stage. Comedians love the stage. She's like, yeah, Miss Jen, can you... Uh, headline for me, I got this, that, and the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Chronicles, can you, you know, can you, some comedians turned me down because they snuffed at the little money I was going to, it wasn't a whole lot of money, but it was something, but so I didn't focus on the ones that that said no, I focused on the ones that said yes. K-Dub, I got this, that, and the third, because you, all right, whatever, nigga, come on. So, boom, imagine the night, I got fucking K-Dub and a local rapper, uh, K-Dub, if anybody don't know K-Dub, K-Dub is like one of the biggest comedians in Atlanta. One of the funniest comedians I've ever seen in a day in my life. So I got K-Dub headlining and I got a local rapper bringing in 40 people. So literally, I went from 10 people to doing anywhere from 40 to 90 people on a Wednesday. So slowly but surely, my Wednesday is better than Thursday. Not only my Wednesday is better than Thursday, my Wednesday looks like a Sunday. 
So when you go down there and you go to Atlanta Comedy Theater and people say, hey, I'm going for Wanda on Saturday. I'm going to see Keanu Dancy on Friday or um, I'm going on Sunday because it's the end of the week. I had people in like a following like, yo, I'm going on Wednesday. Gary was surprised. And he was like, yo, I see what you're doing. Gary never gave me. Gary never told me good job. And that's probably the best thing he ever did because it kept me on my toes. Gary, I don't know if that's just how he is. Gary's seen a lot of comedians. Maybe he's not really impressed. Gary uh, managed at the time he was managing Country Wayne and just hilarious. So me bringing 40 people or 90 people wasn't really that impressive to him. But to me, building my brand, it was everything to me because I wasn't I wasn't Country Wayne touring all across the world. I was Benny Pitt. So that 90 people on a Wednesday meant everything to me. So, you know, and I think the best thing he did was never told me good job because it kept me on my toes. It kept me hungry, kept me wanting to go, kept me like almost like that father with his son. Like, yeah, I see you. And that, that son just tried to keep working out. So, boom, man, from there, I'm I'm damn near at my peak. I'm six months in. They bumped my pay as a host. That's that's when I could say he's seen. Um, he seen me when I seen the pay double. So I said, all right, I can, I, I can eat now. Now I can take a couple of girls on dates. Now I go buy myself some shoes. And shout out to the, um, the clothing brands that used to just throw me clothes while I was on stage. So during this time, I didn't see the blessings when I was there. You know, I'm, I'm hustling. At this time, I'm not working a day job right now. So Triple OG brand, my brother that started the brand, I helped start him the brand. He, cl- he gave me, I had new fresh gear every Every week, shout out to my man Street Lotto, man. I have fresh gear every week. Then it started an epidemic where now every comedian wears Triple OG brand. Don't forget where that started from, Benny Pitts and Benny and Friends. But I mean, not that's that's you know that's neither here or there. Um, boom, B Lynch Clothing had another homeboy had a dope ass clothing line named B Lynch Clothing. So I used to swap out. My, I never had to worry about clothes because my boys kept me laced. I was fly, you know what I'm saying? Going out there, I'm the host. Yo, that gave me my chops as a host. I'm talking about every week, weekend, week out, different crowds, different people. Atlanta is so big and there's so many different areas. I got, let's just say at the low end, it was 40, 50 people. Let's just say at the high end, is 100 people and I'm hosting every week and everybody is coming out to see Benny and Benny Friends is not a... Uh, an open mic no more. It is a showcase of talent, of comedians. And it was just so dope. And I, I and I resonated with so many of the artists in the city and so many relationships to the day, to this day. And from there, from doing that, it got me on a music video with uh, Young Nudie and 21 Savage that at 7 million hits right now. And it's a lot of blessings came from it, and I'm very thankful for that. And from there, I, they gave me my own stage in New York. If y'all don't know where SOBs is, it's in Manhattan. And SOBs, all the New York giants started at this club. I'm talking about from the Locks to Jadakiss to DMX, Jaru, SOBs, been around for years. They gave me my own stage in New York called Benny and Friends because it just became a thing. Like everybody knew Wednesday. So Wednesday was a force to be reckoned with. So you used to go to Atlanta Comedy Theater. From Thursday to Sunday, now you're going to Atlanta Comic Theater from Wednesday to Sunday. So y'all can name all the big names, but please don't forget Benny and Friends. So that was amazing. I stuck to it with my brand. Um, I will say this to the uh, anybody when you're trying to be different and you're going against the grain. I was bringing rap uh, in, in the comedy clubs and I was bringing like showcases. And I used to have twerk offs with the girls and all the comedians would get mad. 
oh, this is the comedy club. This nigga trying to have music videos and this and this and that. I, I really went against the grain and did what I wanted to do and had it my way. And I used to tell them, this is my night, nigga. And they took it like, oh, you being, you cock, you this. And I wasn't, the, I, at this time, I wasn't the most like a comedian. You know what I'm saying? I had a big mouth. I was very, I was one Hennessy drinking loud mouth little dude. And a lot of people didn't know that. And that's time I knew how to, uh, I learned how to cut it on and off. But I had to, you know, I had to stand my ground. I'm a, you know, I'm a short dude. So I had to stand my ground, not just as a comedian, but as a man. And that was just my way of popping off. Like, yo, nigga, do what I do. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, it was a lot of people doing dope shit in the city. I'm just saying how I built my brand. And Benny and Friends just went from Atlanta to hosting at SOBs every year for four years. Every year after that. Uh, no, I want to say three years. Three years I had my own stage at SOBs and it, it playing off. Now I'm doing music videos with 21 Savage. And, and I just built like a real uh, fan base from there. And, and it built to my other uh, brand called Pit Stop. So I had so many network with the comedians and the artists. I started my own radio show at World Star Hit Radio called The Pit Stop. So I used to interview. So before people would come do my show, I used to interview them before my comedy show or the showcase that night. I said, yo, whoever guests I had that night, I would have them on my radio show that Wednesday. And it just built a brand for them. But I stuck with it. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know what I'm saying? Because it didn't pop off at first. I wasn't, I remember I didn't have a, I didn't have a day job at the time. So the money I was dishing out, I'm looking at ungrateful comedians that I'm sticking in their hand. They walking around talking shit behind my back, but I'm paying them. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Because in the end, I'm going to win. And I did win. And I did. So I want to say this before I get out. I got to give a couple of shout outs. Uh, my crew, in a sense, of the comedians that I came up with, uh, some people that I'm really, 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 really close with. Um, got to give a shout out to my man, Rob Minger. You know, he was around through those days. He used to come almost every Wednesday. He used to come out and headline for me, man. I appreciate you, bro, and I love you. Uh, my man, Dr. Foolish, my bro. You already know what it is. Mama Detour. We need to do a show just on Mama Detour. Um, yo, that, that tour crazy just the craziest moments dog uh dr foolish man my dog um shout out to um sweet baby keita first comedian never take me on tour alicia cooley i love you girl sanchez blackman man sanchez i can't wait to, for the world to see how talented you really are uh, tj my man tj and shout out to my man spot og when i was doing all this time spot og was a new like a newer comic i was still a new comic too he was a new comic and he wanted stage time i used to throw him on my stage every week and shout out to all the comedians that used to come out there and rock with me that meant the most and helped me build this brand called benny and friends and last but not least i want to thank gary abdu for giving me the opportunity and oh, if Gary, if you didn't open up that door and that opportunity, it was it was bigger than money because my brand, I made a brand. So no matter what you paid me, didn't really matter. But it was the brand. He used to tell me that he said, it's not about the money, Benny. What you're building right now, years from now, will be worth more than any money I can give you. And that stuck with me. And I want to thank Gary Updo and Atlanta Comedy Theater for the opportunity of me building my brand called Benny and Friends. And we got some amazing things coming for at Extreme Comedy Club. It's coming. We're going to do some shit for television. We're going to do some shoots, some shit I can't even talk about. But um, it's dope, man. Benny and, Benny and Friends will live on forever. And to any, 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 any entrepreneur, entertainer, comedian, be your brand, become your brand, know your brand, just live that shit. So I'm out, y'all. Uh, remember this. 
Black don't crack unless you smoke crack. My name is Benny Pitts and I am out.